And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today, the Reverend Mark Diedrich, pastor of the PCA Church in Kingston, New York. Good to be here, Dan. Well, Mark, it's nice to have you in the studio today. You know, uh, just looking at the calendar, we have one week left before Christmas, and uh, this is a wonderful time of year. I've been trying to follow through in my personal devotions by reading some of the verses um, from the uh, Book of Common Prayer, and uh, they have them for every day of Advent, and it's very rich, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about one of the passages even here today, for uh, today on Saturday. But, um, you know, this is also a time of year where there's a lot of hurting people out there. Um, In your experience as a pastor, I would imagine that you have seen and heard uh, from any number of folks, and without giving away any confidentiality, um, this is a time of year when people are hurting. Yes, it is. It's a time of year that, uh, for various reasons, and any number of reasons, uh, people are are hurting. Uh, some are financial. We we're going through a hard economic downturn, and people financially aren't where they want to be, or... Maybe people are feeling oppressed by the finances of it, you know, yeah. even though they may still have a job, they they may feel obligated because of our gift giving has become kind of the uh, tail wagging the dog yes. kind of thing. And, yes. and so it's it's been kind of a sad thing that way. Also, we have a, a number of people who have lost loved ones and mm-hmm. and they remember the, the joys that, that they had at that That's time. Right. And then, then of course, you have people who uh, have a real hard time with Christmas because they're like Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, they don't understand what all the thing is about the celebration. Uh, mm-hmm. They they have no concept of it, and uh, therefore they hate uh, people having all this good cheer, and and they think it's all meaningless. So, yeah, yeah. so you have a number of different reasons why people are mm-hmm. not really into this and some of them have situations where they have maybe bad memories that occurred at a christmas time mm-hmm. i i remember and we don't have to worry about a confidentiality i remember an old mash program mm-hmm. that went on where one of the soldiers was actually dying and they they were trying to keep him alive and they were losing him they knew they were going to lose him and and it was christmas day mm-hmm. and they lost him just before midnight, and Hawkeye reaches up and turns the clock and moves it past 12 to the next day mm-hmm. for their official report, just so this G.I.'s family and, and uh, children especially wouldn't think of Christmas as oh, the yes. day he died. That's right. Yeah. This, uh, this is very hard on folks. Um, I know I would, before we opened the mic uh, today, we were talking about Christmas and both you and I have now lost our mothers. Right. Uh, for me, it was earlier this year, at the end of April. For you, I believe it was three years ago. Three years ago. And, and you know, I don't remember the date. My wife told me this year, isn't this the day your mom died? I says, I don't know. The day my mom yeah. died will always, in my mind, be the day before Thanksgiving. That's it. That's whichever it. it is, you know. And that's so right. it may not be the exact day, but it's always the day before that's Thanksgiving. It. And yeah. that's what you remember. Some of yeah. you folks out there have lost a loved one around the holidays. And that is particularly tough, particularly hard. I know this this Christmas is going to be extremely hard for my dad. Um, now, before we take a break, we want to read a little bit of Scripture. You're not alone. And uh, mm-hmm. the psalmist, um, you know, the reading for this day, in fact, 
from uh, the Christian calendar includes Psalm 55. Mm. And um, at least in my Bible, uh, there's this uh, subheading that's been put in. It's not from the scriptures, but it describes this passage. It says, cast your burden on the Lord. Listen to what the psalmist has to say. He writes, give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily because of the voice of my enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. I'm just going to pause there. But uh, the psalmist was feeling strong emotions. And, you know, I get the feeling that uh, sometimes uh, maybe we deceive ourselves into thinking that, oh, I can't cry out to God or I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, God doesn't want us to complain, but here the psalmist, was he says, I am restless in my complaint. Apparently, there's a type of complaint when it's mm-hmm. honest and brought to God so that we can fall upon him and cast our burden on him that's legitimate. Yeah, we, we do that. And we see this with the psalm. Part Many of the psalms are lament, are right. crying to God, are crying out in pain. And uh, that's not a, a an, if you will, an anti-Christian thing to do. It, okay. Now, it can be wrong in uh, in that it can be done, I suppose, in a selfish manner, and mm-hmm. it can be done in a manner that just is accusatory toward God. But when it's done in the manner, as we see here, David is just saying, look at my circumstances. Mm-hmm. This is a very heavy burden on me, yeah. and he cries out to the Lord. And I believe the Lord wants us to do that. Okay, when so he wants us to be honest with him. Be honest with him yeah. and bring our pain yeah. To him. No, That's don't right. keep it all to ourselves, but That's to right. bring our pain to him. Well, this is Christmas time. and In another week, God willing, Christmas will be here. And uh, today's subject deals with the, um, the feelings of God's people. And maybe you don't believe yet in Jesus, and you need to. But the feelings that you can have mm-hmm. during this time of year when uh, maybe you've lost a loved one, or maybe you have some enemies are coming against you, maybe lawsuits, or maybe... Like a dear Christian lady that we know of uh, found out she has cancer. Uh, These things are very real, and God is there, but we need to come to him and uh, be very honest with him and share our deepest feelings and concerns with him. Cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song? As the burdens press and the cares distress, And the way grows weary and long Oh, yes, He cares I know He cares His heart is tied 
touched with my grief. When the days are weary, the long night dreary, I know my We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. Does Jesus care When I've tried and failed To resist some temptation strong When for my deep grief I find tears flow all the night long. Oh, yes, He cares. I know He cares. His heart is touched with And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today is Mark Diedrich. Today we're talking about Christmas, but uh, we're talking about Christmas in a different light, and that is, this is also the time of year when sometimes people feel a sort of depression. And it's very real. It's not to be covered up. It's to be presented to God as a real need that He alone can meet. And um, as we come into this uh, part of the program, I want to read a few um, lyrics from a secular song that kind of captures some of the feeling that people feel. Uh, This song, um, just a few words from it, talks about, it's cold but light outside, another sleepless night. The man goes on, he says, it's just another day, at least it feels that way at Christmas, and I hate it. He goes, the streets are empty, and so am I. You know, there's some truth in this secular song. 
There's a lot of truth that people feel an emptiness sometimes this time of the year. Yeah, I think sometimes a lot of the emptiness is is when they see some of the joy that other people have and and realize they don't have that joy. And so that can be actually heightened. That's why I think Mm -hmm. Christmas time is a time where people who may have that emptiness throughout the year feel it maybe more acutely because Mm -hmm. they see other people that have joy at that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Before the break, we were also reading from Psalm 55 the psalm that would advise us to cast our burden on the Lord. Um, We ended, I think, at verse 3 or so. Uh, Mm -hmm. I want to read a little bit further where he goes on and he writes, My heart is severely pained within me. Uh, And now, folks, this is the psalmist writing this. Uh, This is is David, a man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. Um, This is his contemplation. And uh, to be played with stringed instruments, by the way. Um, And he says, Terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me. Horror has overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away and be at rest. Mm -hmm. You know, he feels so bad, he just wants to fly out of there. He's going through a terrible time. Yeah, I, and, and how many times I felt the same way. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just take off and 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 leave yeah. uh, these these things. Uh, yeah. and that's you know people get into this uh, frame of mind and and it's part of the human condition. It's mm-hmm. part of the fallen human mm-hmm. condition. And when I say fallen, I don't mean to imply that just because you're depressed that's a sin. No, what I'm mm-hmm. saying is we live in a world that's filled with sin. It's filled with yeah. with oppression. Yeah. And we see the results of this sin, and often that leads to uh, Mm. what we would call a depression. Yeah. Now, God doesn't leave the psalmist high and dry. Mm -hmm. As we read down this psalm, we get midway through, uh, let's say a little past midway at verse 16. Uh, Here's a message from God for us today. He says, as for me, what is he going to do now? Is he going to fly away? Listen to what he says. As for me, I will call upon God. And the Lord shall save me, evening and morning, and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Yeah, God is the one who can deliver us, and that's why we need to be before him. Now, I know uh, there will be many Christians who say, yeah, I I called on God, but I didn't hear him. Well, Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes a while, Yeah, and sometimes, because obviously when you look at David here, Evening and morning and noon I cried out in distress. Well, obviously God didn't save him immediately. Right. Otherwise it would have been, you know, uh, evening I cried out and was saved before morning. But no, it says evening and morning and noon I cried out Mm -hmm. so that God does come. But I think often uh, that's what God wants us to do. He leaves us sometimes in our predicaments so that we realize he is the only one uh, that can extract us. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. uh, of course, the biggest uh, predicament we're in that we need extraction from is our own sin. Yes. And that's, of course, what the whole Christmas season is about. You know, we we talked earlier about uh, the situation where it's different. It's going to be different for you this Christmas. It's been different the last three years for me because our mothers uh, have passed away, uh, that they've died. That's well, right. you know, the reason Jesus came was because of death. Mm-hmm. Now understand, 
I know a lot of people say death is a part of life. Well, you know what? It wasn't intended to be that way. (laughs) It wasn't until the fall. Death is a part of sin. And those are the two things which are inextricably linked, death and Mm -hmm. sin. And uh, that's why Jesus came, to take that sting of death away and to make people who were dead in sins alive and righteous before Mm. God. Now, that's a real Christmas present, isn't it? That is. When we realize that uh, our sin has separated us from God so that death has a terrible sting to it, Uh, but then Jesus comes, and he comes with his healing balm, and yes, we still have to go through the death, but it is a passing. It is not an end. Uh, When my mother died, she went to the immediate presence of Christ. And she's far better off. She's absent from the body and present with the Lord. The same with your mother. That's right. And that's the thing that, you know, when we stop and think about that, we're looking at it, and although we may have less joy, if you will, at Christmas, we know that our mothers have the greatest joy that they've ever had, you know, at Christmas time. And so uh, that is always a help uh, to understand that and and to know that. That's right. Um, I'm thinking here also, uh, not only do we approach God personally, devotionally, on our own, we also approach him in community. And the healing that Christ provides for his people comes to us in that community, namely the local congregation, the church. Right, and the church is there, and, and one of the things that I think it's so great with the church is, of course, when we celebrate the incarnation and the coming of Christ, we have this fellowship with one another, our hearts are knit together in joy, because we see that as hard as things are maybe today for us, Jesus is coming again. Yes. And as a body of believers, we support one another until he comes. And that's one of the things uh, that that we definitely look forward to. In Titus, it talks about that. One of the passages for this Christmas season is in Titus, the second chapter. And it says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Talking about the incarnation and Christ's death on the cross and resurrection. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age Mm -hmm. while we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us (laughs) from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Mm. So as we wait on Christ and we look forward to seeing him again, uh, that has a purifying effect upon us. Absolutely. It's one of the things, and of course, uh, the Holy Spirit has a purifying effect on us as well. And uh, it helps us to look forward not only to his coming, but in the present age to live and and to care for those with special needs. And that's one of the things I also notice about the the Christmas time. It's it's one of the times when when people really think about those who are needy. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the uh, greatest things is to look and see who are the organizations that are really out there to try to help those mm-hmm. who are in need. 
And when it hits Christmas time, you can't help but think of the Salvation Army mm-hmm. uh, standing there, reaching people's needs. Samaritan's Purse, uh, Franklin yes. Graham's organization, yes. uh, Angel Tree, uh, Charles Colson's organization. Mm-hmm. They're all Christian organizations that reach out to those who are lost. And of course, uh, the focus of that is not just to bring gifts and to bring that kind of joy to people, but to bring the greatest joy of all and the greatest gift. And mm-hmm. that's uh, Jesus Christ, to teach yeah. them of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, that they might believe in him and, and have eternal life. Yeah. And you're also touching upon a uh, practical secret, if I may put it that way here. Mm-hmm. And that is when um, when we do take the time and we focus uh, on helping another person or a group of people, uh, that has the effect of uh, healing us. It does. Um, it is good for the soul to focus on someone else and try to help them. And there are so many needy people. Uh, God will bring that person or persons into your life this Christmas time to help. And it may be simply a cup of cold water, as it were. But God will bless that, and he will use that in your own life for your own healing, yeah, for it, his honor, his glory. And, and that does. It, it, it does take your mind off things. My wife was mentioning the other day, we've just gone through a spat of a number of little things that add up. And, That's and, right. And many of us have gone through this, you know, one car breaking down, then the other car breaking down, having to do septic work, having to put in a new driveway, having to put in... Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife having to have a root canal, now having to have a crown, and all these bills are adding up. And she says, I, I just would like to have a little relief from it. And then she starts talking about one of her friends and the, the marital problems that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the strife that's gone on because of uh, this terrible marital problems. And mm-hmm. and you couldn't help but stop and say, I'm glad we have our problems and not their problems. Yeah, there, there's know? always something to be thankful for. That is so that's, true. Um, I want to get back also, we have to wrap it up because we're running out of time now, to um, the uh, good suggestion of being with God's people during this time. Um, The psalmist in Psalm 73 uh, has this perspective of eternity, and in the process of talking through and writing this psalm, he says, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. Mm. And here's that theme again. This is Christmas time. You may feel like you're there with this psalmist. He says, my steps had nearly slipped. Um, He talks about the evil and how that there is a seeming prosperity that the evil man has and how that they mock God, they mock the Most High. And um, he almost feels like he had cleansed his heart in vain, verse 13 of Psalm 73. He says, surely I've cleansed my heart in vain. I've washed my hands in innocence. All day long, I've been plagued and chastened every morning. Um, But listen what what transpires now. He says, If I had said I will speak thus, behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children when I thought how to understand this. It was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Mm -hmm. Then I understood their end. And this is an encouragement for us as Christians that we belong in the house of God. We belong right. with God's people in fellowship. Uh, this, is, this is, let me be very honest with you, bear my soul, this is one of the reasons I get 
so uh, disgusted at this false teaching that God has done with his church. That, because yeah. we need the church. I mean, if you can't take that away, that's just part and parcel of Christianity. <laughs> and for some people to say that God has done with the church, that's an idea from the pit of hell. God has given us his church, as imperfect as it is, for the healing of our souls. Yes, absolutely. Hebrews uh, tells us not to forsake the gathering together right, of right. one another. And, and, and then when we go into uh, Ephesians uh, mm-hmm. and uh, in Colossians, we have a couple of parallel passages which tells about getting together and encouraging one another. Oh, yeah. Songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's one of the important things that Christians have is other Christians to, to build them yeah. up and support them, especially in this country. Yes. And it gets me... I'll tell you, it gets me a little bit angry when I hear of Christians who say, I'm a Christian, but I just don't need to go to church and I don't need to no, to do these things. And, right. and I think about some of the the Christians who are in Islamic countries, Very in communist countries, where they don't have fellowship. They would love to be able to go oh, to church They today. would. Oh, yeah. and, and I think we have a great – and to not take advantage of that gift, yeah. it's, it's a shame. Amen. I see we're out of time already for this edition of A Plain Answer. We would encourage you to be with God's people uh, this coming Lord's Day. This is potentially a difficult time of year for some people. You may have lost a loved one. You may have found out that you have cancer. Uh, you may have been sick and on your sickbed. Um, Christ understands. And the, the words of the Psalm 55 that's talking to us about casting our burden upon the Lord applies to you today. Open your Bible after this broadcast today and read Psalm 55 in its entirety. Thanks for joining us today for another edition of A Plain Answer. I'm Dan Elmendorf. I've been joined by Mark Diedrich. May our Lord richly bless you today with His grace and His peace as you serve Him. See